Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. I'm so excited for today's episode. You guys, Katie Maloney is on the podcast today. We've podcasted a bunch of times together. I love her dearly. And today she's in studio with me and we get to talk about the freaking shit show that went on. So I hope you enjoy this episode. As always, if you guys can rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. I'd really, really appreciate it. So even take a moment right now, stop the podcast, rate and review it, show some love. Enjoy. Katie Maloney. Amanda. Katie, wow. Yeah. So much shit has happened. I know. See, I told you, I was like, you, you wait. I was like, Katie, when are you coming on? She's like, wait a little bit longer. I was like, when are you coming on? You're like, nah, a few more episodes. But it's like, no, it keeps on happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, the thing is, I feel like it's like this every season. I always want to wait till things start happening because right. it's so, it's, it's, it's so hard to talk about anything so early on because it's just, there's not a lot happening. And then it's just like teasing. It's like, keep watching. Right. You know, you can't, watching. you can't give things away. You can't spoil anything. What's so wild though is like, we're watching and mm. we know what we know. Mm hmm. And it looks like you should all fucking know, too. Correct. So, so tell me about that. So I, how is all this happening? All this speculation you say about the 1 a.m. at the what's it called? That place? The Abbey. Right. Ali. Lala has all these like crazy witch intuition. All this is happening. Mm -hmm. But still, it was a huge shock when it broke. Well, yeah. Because, how? Well, because the, the, the shock of it was the the details really and the like and I think just the confirmation of it all because obviously I felt I felt from where I was sitting that their friendship Tom and Rachel's friendship was inappropriate and I mean you can have female friendships you can you know and it can be platonic you can all be close in a group like that but there was just something off about it something that just didn't sit well with me and it wasn't until we wrapped almost that things started to really get funny to me oh okay so so while there was stuff happening obviously towards the end of the season you know even you know with the, the abby the stuff of the abby 
her staying the night at the house. Dip, and dipping out, not dipping out. <laughs> dipping out. Wait, do LA out. people really say dipping out? Uh, not like that. <laughs> not like a thousand times. No. In a sentence. I don't know if I've, if I've said dip out. Wait, and Ken coming in when you were making the sandwiches, people thought that scene was a little weird. Like Ken all of a sudden being involved in the drama. Well, I, <laughs> how weird is that? <laughs> it was because we were just like making sandwiches, doing our thing. Ken just comes to the kitchen. He's like, that's crazy that Sandoval had Raquel and jacuzzi. And you genuinely shocked though. Yeah, you, and then he just like leaves. I was like, hold on, wait a minute. What was that? Like, was he joking? Was Because Ken, you know, he can be very dry, sarcastic, his like English humor, you know. And Lisa's like, yeah, no, 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 that happened. And so she was explaining to me that Raquel showed up late to Sir. Because the night before, after the beach, they were at Sandoval's. And I was like, wait a minute. Ariana was gone. She was back in Florida. And I was like, does she know? Like, does- did Because did, her reaction on the show was, yeah, slept over as you do. Like, we saw, we all saw it. She was like, Norm- right? You went to the hot Whoa. tub, normal. Did anybody <laughs> try to, like, say anything to her? Like, of course. Oh, yeah? Okay, they yeah. didn't show it. I, um, yeah, I know. No, I FaceTimed her, actually, in that scene. Oh. And I asked her, and, and she was going through a lot. And I and I felt bad bringing this to right, her. Like, like thing. you're literally at home with your... And also, this was... Remember when Florida was having those crazy... Hurricanes? Hurricanes, yeah. is that what we're calling them? So everyone was, like, maybe having to evacuate, not having to evacuate. Like, she, So I was like, all right, not only are you dealing with the death of your grandmother but you're having these crazy weather storms i think her mom had like broken her wrists and i was like hey do you know where kels lived in your house but you did but you still said that yeah <laughs> well and you know. she said it's cool she was like you know well yeah we have people sleep at our house all the time and i'm like well for me it's like okay well i understand like been there for sure with like friends like they'll crash at our place when we're all like hanging out but if i'm not home yeah. I don't I don't think I would expect my friends to be like sleeping over with like just my husband there. My yeah. boyfriend. You know, I, don't, I think it just for optics alone. For, you're right. Like, it you doesn't know, look good. Even if just, you trust them, it doesn't look good. Yeah. Especially with just people already kind of questioning things. And but right. when you FaceTimed her, was this after you the whole drama that that you kind of said about the open relationship or so that translated and she was upset with you? Listen, I never said. No, I know you never said. <laughs> Allie translated that way, but but Ariana like heard it through the grapevine and whatever. Yeah, and also that that on top of it too, of her thinking that I'm saying maybe that. thinking that I'm yeah. saying these things as well. And I'm like, oh God, I really just don't want to be having to add to all of this. So, yeah. But it was after that you FaceTimed her mm-hmm. about the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she has balls. I would feel like you would maybe be like, oh, I don't want to like say anything about the relationship because like I don't want her to think that I think stuff. Was she yeah, of course. looking back? Do you think she was like she put a blindfold on? Like what was happening? I don't know if she was just putting a blindfold on or just blindly trusting people or just mm-hmm. really thinking that if you're my friend and you've, you know, shown me who you are and I believed who you are and all that that you know some people just want to believe that like if you are my friend and I believe that I can trust you as my friend and you've told me I can trust you as your friend that like why should I question no one wants to walk through life thinking that they need to keep one eye open and not trust the people that they've invited into and their lives especially Raquel it seemed like Sheena and Ariana were both just blindly trusting of her like thought 
and she did put on an, this act the first few seasons of like, you know, Bambi eyed yeah. bitch, you know, d- quivers Quit. when she says your name, like, and the amount that she was capable, like, no one thought. Well, Lala saw through that. I definitely saw through that in a different side of her this season, this past summer, you know, when I came to her and was really trying to make a friendship with her and trying really to get nice. I was exactly, I was very forgiving and was like, let's try this. I understand you've been maybe getting some bad advice and fucking up and you seem to have recognized that and you seem to apologize. So let's just try this. And the fact that she just couldn't and wouldn't and was just going out of her way almost to be awful towards me. Right. That's why when the, the when Christina had her heart spring party at TomTom and I'm talking to Ariana and we're kind of talking about the you know open relationship rumor and trying to squash that. And I'm telling her about Raquel and just saying, you know, I don't think this is a trustworthy person. I know she's your friend, but I don't think. Yeah, I think this is a, a character flaw in her that she just is a deceptive person, that she just isn't a good and person. And so foreshadowy because like you didn't at that point. What was going on in your head about Sandoval and Raquel at that point where you like, I think this might be, but I'm not sure something might have happened, but I don't know. Like, where were you in your or you just thought in general Raquel wasn't? Just starting to think in general that she, I just don't think she's the type of person that is this way to some people and not everyone. Right. You know, it was wild that you gave her like those scenes of you inviting her to that dinner and her being like kind of instigating like everything's fine. You're having a nice dinner. And then she decides to tell you she asked for it to make out. It's almost like I, I called it like socio. Mm. And I don't want to put a name on it because I actually don't know like what her issue is. But it was almost like, why would she in that moment do that? Like you've included her weirdly. She's there weirdly. And here she is like throwing. What is it called? Wood into the fire. Like, what are Mm. you doing that you're saying this right now and constantly egging the situation on? And then at Sheena's wedding, coming to your room and volunteering as tribute. Mm -hmm. Do you believe Sheena? Then in retrospect, she said that she didn't actually mean it. That it was just a joke. That she didn't mean for someone to come tell you. I don't know. You I don't know. I don't think I like I. I think during that time, Sheena just definitely was trying to just make that time in Mexico very difficult for me. So I I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't a total joke. I just didn't think she would actually do it. Everyone was obsessed with Bridgerton, and now everyone is obsessed and going to be obsessed with Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. This is on Netflix, obviously. So Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story is on Netflix, and it's about Queen Charlotte's rise to prominence and power. This is a prequel of Bridgerton and tells the story of how the young queen's marriage to King George sparked a great love story, but also a societal shift, creating the world of the ton inherited by the characters in Bridgerton. So you guys, if you love Bridgerton, you're going to love this. It's written by Shonda Rhimes, who also serves as the executive producer. I mean, Grey's Anatomy, Shonda Rhimes, everything she touches is freaking gold. So the love between Charlotte and King George is the love story to inspire all love stories. That's the kind of love that the entire ton aspires for themselves. It's the myth that has set everything. The series has all the elements that Bridgerton audiences love, like sex, romance, and scandal. 
of course, and the chemistry between young Queen Charlotte and young King George is steamy. It's romantic. It's sexy. It's scandalous. It's glamorous. It's relatable. It's daring. It's authentic. It's immersive. It's fresh. It's unexpected. It's opulent. It's witty. It's sharp. It's Queen Charlotte. It's available on Netflix. Run to watch it. Run to freaking watch it on Netflix immediately. Have you guys tried 21 Seeds? It's amazing, award-winning, infused tequila, okay? 21 Seeds is a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. It's smooth. It's not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. I'm like either white wine or tequila blanco kind of a girly, but I'm not downing pure shots of tequila blanco. I usually need some sort of a chaser, but I don't like it to be too sugary and literally 21 seeds and their infused tequila. It just made all my dreams come true, solved all my problems. They also make the most delicious and easy margaritas and cocktails so you can focus on the fun instead of trying to be, you know, a bartender or a mixologist and make your own cocktails. So check out 21 Seeds if you want to try an amazing one-of-a-kind infused tequila. I also really love the 21 Seeds is a female-founded company. Love to hear about a female-founded company. It's by two sisters and one friend. And they're also super committed to celebrating the LGBTQ community. The founder, Kat Hanta, said that she created the brand with the intention of providing a fun and inviting space that is inclusive. So super inclusive. We love to freaking hear that. So try 21 Seeds infused tequila for easy and delicious cocktails. Visit 21seeds.com to find 21 Seeds near you. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Okay, if you guys haven't heard about Kitsch, you are living under a rock. So now that Kitsch is sponsoring the podcast and I received some of their best products, just makes me so freaking excited. My mom just stole my satin pillowcases by Kitsch for Mother's Day. She was like, excuse me, it's Mother's Day. I need these and took two satin pillowcases for me. She was like, these feel so good. So I was like, okay, mom, you can take it. Also, satin is vegan and cruelty-free, and it's really great for your hair and your skin while you sleep. Another amazing product I received from Kitsch are heatless satin curling rollers. And when I posted it, I got rave reviews by so many of you that said this was their favorite product because bye-bye heat damage. These are original. These are OG. And these are the best heatless curlers ever. So if you are looking for curls and you don't want to put heat on your hair, get the heatless satin curlers from Kitsch. Don't settle for knockoffs. Get the ones that started the craze. Right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash not skinny. That's right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, K-I-T-S-C-H.com slash not skinny. One more time, mykitsch.com slash not skinny for 30% off your order. We need to talk about this Mexico thing because you know I always have your back, but I was... <laughs> shocked that you went through with it. I was shocked that you went through with it. Like, that's like, what was going on in your head? So people, (laughs) I mean, everyone knows, but it's like, Sheena was going to get married because of everything that went down. You weren't going to go, even though you plan on going, you had a room. You didn't forego it. Well, 
But here's the thing also. Sheena actually, when I when I said, listen, I don't think it's a good idea for me to attend the wedding. She did at first tell me, well, you still have your, you know, room there. You should still go. And I was That's like, I was, and, I, and at first I was like, okay, I'm not sure. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. Maybe I'll still go. Maybe I'll bring a friend and still go and just kind of do my own thing. I'm not going to like overstep. So at first she did. She did. Weird, she did though. tell me I should still go because my room was. She's like, well, your room is non-refundable, so you should probably still go. And so, didn't you? Th- weren't you afraid it was going to be awkward? No, because I was thinking that the I was thinking that the resort was a little bit bigger than it was because those resorts can be huge. Like it's it is possible to like not run into people. It definitely is. Was there anything? Because you know how like. Bravo fans have their speculation. So everyone's like, well, she, you know, had to film. She didn't want to miss out on filming days. What? There's truth to that. Yeah. For the filming situation. The, well, yeah, I mean, it's. But you could have just then gone to the wedding. Well, no, <laughs> I wasn't going to go to the wedding. I wasn't, I wasn't going to crash the wedding. The wedding. Wait, um, what do you mean crash? But you were invited. Are you the one that said you're not going to come or did she just invite you? I, I opted out. You opted out. Mm-hmm. And to be clear, because of the Raquel stuff, or was there more? Going it was. On? I mean, it was the Raquel. It was just the way Sheena was kind of really taking sides in the situation with with Tom. It was just how I felt around a lot of the people within that group. I I didn't really feel supported around them individually. Like with when I was one on one with like Ariana, I felt great. When I was, you know, it it, it was fine. But as a group they definitely were more supportive in rallying around Tom. Right. So I felt very uncomfortable and very alone. Right. Because the whole <laughs> Sheena. No, because I'm looking back. I'm like, right. Because like Sheena, the way she was with Schwartz, trying to even not the Raquel, but like telling him to get out there, telling him. How did she know about stuff that you did when she was like, Katie already did this? Would you confide in her? Mm-hmm. We were having like a girly chat. You know, just oh, something wow. where you're, like you're just like, oh, yeah, like I've been doing like just kind of in passing, you know, whatever, just sort of told her just. And I was pretty clear that like, you know, obviously this is stuff I'm doing kind of out like off his doorstep. I don't want to bring it to him. I want to, you know, be respectful. Yeah. So for her to offer up the information it's was fucked. was, it, you know, that aside from the Raquel stuff was also like very like hurtful and frustrating to me that she would do that because it was like she was really actively driving wedge between me and Tom because it's like I didn't want him to know that like, yeah what? like it's like, like that's weird like it's like do you want him to hate me like because if I wanted him to know this stuff I would be just doing it willingly in, in front of yeah. yeah but I've been I've been really careful to not do that for a reason so yeah I mean <laughs> so it makes that like I don't feel like there are any I feel like it was a blatant, you know, Katie's right in this situation. Or do you feel like people didn't understand your because, OK, people looked at that situation and looked at it like just more about your rule, quote unquote, of no, not in the friend group, <laughs> which it wasn't a rule. This, this was not a rule. So when Tom and I separated, he like immediately wanted to be in just like besties and hang out. And I knew I was like, OK, like I yeah, he was very into like bubbying you up all day. Yeah. And I was like, I need a little space and time. Like we really didn't have any distance or separation. Like we pretty much did go from being married, husband and wife to being friends. So for me, 
you know, and then when we were going to be going into filming, I was just like, you know, I want to maintain a friendship with you. But in order to do that, like there's going to be some boundaries. There's going to be some things that I think need to be in place in order for us to be doing this in a healthy, non-toxic way. And if it's going to involve you hooking up with people on the show or in this friend group, that's going to make it hard because I don't want to have to be talking about what you're doing. Were you planning on not hooking up then on the show, friend yeah. group and out external people? I just didn't want to have to throw it in his face. Yeah. Because it, it just makes it like, let's be respectful. It was a respect yeah. thing. It was a respect thing because it's just we weren't even officially divorced yet. It still felt fresh. We were still trying to figure out our friendship and navigating that space between us. That's what boundaries are. It's not about throwing up walls or putting up rules. It's just about navigating that space between us. Yeah. And I wanted to do that in a healthy way. I didn't want to be another Vanderpump Rules statistic where we start just hooking up with Well, that's the group. thing that shocked me that people don't understand. This is not like people are like, oh, they're officially divorced. So like whatever. It's like these two were reality show aside, you know, together for 12 years. Yeah. This isn't like a, you know, quickie wedding situation where they were. This is a long ass term. It's not shocking to like have some not rules, but like respect each other. Just well, like respect and also each other. Honor the fact that we had a marriage. Honor the fact that we had spent that time together, not cheapen it. It felt like it felt cheap. Well, let's talk about. So, yeah. The, so, like, I just want to say that yeah. he was more like you could. I didn't say he couldn't. You are more than welcome to. But that's going to make a friendship between us. Mm very difficult so yeah. like so choose like if you if you want to be friends then this is sort of like how we need to navigate things i'm not saying you could never hook up with someone in this group or you know anything like that but i'm just saying right now like this is what i'm it's gonna need now yeah and he agreed so yeah. he's like yeah no like i don't i there's literally no one i want to anyway so this is like a non-issue and i was like perfect then and we don't need to have this talk anymore <laughs> let's talk about the divorce a little bit because oh. even i was shocked i remember it came out in like TMZ, I don't know where it first came out and people were sending it to me and I was like, no, mm. no, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Then mm. I remember I texted, I was like, Katie, and you were like, no, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I mean, now looking back and having the, you know, issues this season remind us of past issues, but like, and I think I told you this confident, like to you, but like, whoa, like at the end of the day, it was kind of your decision. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah it and was. was it something that happened? Was it a culmination of years of, of stuff? Yeah, it was. Yeah. No, it wasn't like a, an event that happened yeah. that decided it. It was, I think it was me just really working on my own damn self and building my own confidence. And then as I built that up, I kind of was able to look at my life and realize that, I wasn't happy that I wanted more. I deserved more and had to really be honest with myself that, you know, that Tom was probably never going to be that person for me. And it was really sad because I obviously loved him. And like yeah. there's there's it, it was really such a dilemma because like when you are in love with somebody and you want to be with them, but they're just not right for you and they're just not going to choose you. It sucks because you, there's like nothing you can do incredible and strong and badass of you to not have an event or this like, you know, balls to the wall situation, but like really taking that time and making a decision that's fucking hard because like love aside, 
there was friendship there. Mm-hmm. He was your person that you lived with, that you shared a life with, did everything with, confided in. And like, that's like a really brave decision. Yeah. So like, it was having to walk away from just all of that. And the, yeah, but. And knowing that's going to complicate things with like the friends and, yeah. the, and the, the house that you bought together and like everything. Yeah, but. It's so brave. I wanted to be very just really happy. And if, and, and if it meant just being alone, then great because I wasn't happy and I felt very isolated being in something that wasn't. Was he ever like in your relationship, that guy that you thought he could be? At times, like I said, it's not like it was all bad. Like yeah. I like we we had so much fun together. Like I loved being with him and we had a great friendship, like I said, but it just it was missing that element. It was missing that that partner and that person that was going to root for me and really support me and uh, validate my emotions and feelings. I, I wasn't a, like I felt like it was difficult for me to be vulnerable because anytime I had any kind of emotions, it was like, oh, no, bury him because, you know, he he had a hard time, I think, processing or, or understanding where they came from. You guys, I always let you know about Macy's huge sales. So listen up, listen up. Macy's ultimate shopping event is going on now through Sunday, May 21st. That means you will get an extra 10 to 25% off the latest designer looks and home decor. So check out Macy's.com to save before it's over. Again, the ultimate shopping event is going on now through May 21st and summer's just around the corner. So this is a perfect time to get all your summer essentials. So whether you need a new bold lipstick or, you know, you're going to go wild with a fuchsia dress, Macy's makes it so easy to get your summer vibes ready and prepared and your closet ready and prepared. Don't miss out on summer must-haves like head-to-toe linen looks, super chic, very Sophia Richie, summer totes, and stackable rings to make your accessorizing ultra-personal. Listen, Macy's has everything. It's just wild. Like, do you want jewelry? They have it. Watches, accessories, men's, women's, kids, kitchen. I mean, you name it, they have it all. You want home decor, get it. You want farm-inspired uh, uh, glassware and bedding, it's there. So go to Macy's.com slash style to find all of that and more. Macy's.com slash style. I have a problem. Like, I remember I started nesting when I was pregnant with Noah and, like, transformed my entire house, got entirely new furniture. And I was like, okay, this makes sense. I'm nesting. But ever since then, I still get done and over with furniture after, like, six months. And I change it in. I change it out. And Huzz was really unhappy with me. Thank God there is furniture rental company called Court, C-O-R-T, because life is always changing. Your furniture should be able to change with it. We're not my mom who has the same couch since 1995 and she reminds me all the time. She's like, Ethan Allen. No, no, no. Furniture rentals, that's the modern way. Court furniture rentals is the modern way. Get furniture and services you need to help make every life transition as seamless as 
possible. Some whether you're making a short term, long distance move, relocating, starting a new chapter, or simply you're over the ugly bed you bought, you know, six months ago, or you just know you are a person that will want to change things out all the time. Court has a solution for you. Or, you know, if you're moving somewhere for a short period of time or you're like, wait, I met this guy. I feel like I might move in with him. So why would I get my own stuff? Get furniture rental by court because then you can press play whenever and wherever you want with furniture rental. You rent furniture when you need it and return it when you don't. Isn't that amazing? So visit court.com slash podcast. That's court, C-O-R-T dot com slash podcast to learn more and find the furniture package that meets your needs. I used to think that, you know, electrolytes were for people that worked out. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. They're not. Liquid IV is for everybody. It's to hydrate better. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand that fuels you And their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing from your daily routine. In one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning or before a workout if you're one of those. When you feel run down, I'm one of those. After a long night out, that's me too, and on long flights. So basically, always, because basically... I, that's the first thing I do when I'm feeling off. I'm like, oh my God, like I must be dehydrated. I must need extra hydration. My head's hurting. They always say drink water, like to get it in quicker. I use a liquid IV. Also, who wants to drink water alone? That's gross. So liquid IV is the way to go. It's non-GMO, free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Thank you very much. Um, And it has three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. Excuse us. We are athletes. So with one stick of liquid IV, you'll get hydrated twice as quickly and more efficiently than water alone. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code not skinny at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code not skinny at liquidiv.com. That's liquidiv.com. Promo code is not skinny. So what we see on the show, which is you know, you guys have, you know, a whole life going on, not just shit on the show. But when we saw him on the show, not supporting you in fights with other people and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Was that going on like in smaller stuff in life, too? Or is that mostly like in Vanderpump roles? Yeah. I mean, we didn't have tons of fights, you know, all the time. Like it was always kind of like exacerbated on the show, I felt mm-hmm. like. But it still like mattered. You know, and and thinking about the rest of my life and with bigger things were going to come up and I was going to really need someone by my side. Like, is he going to be able to rise to the occasion? Did he try to say, like, I'm going to do better? Like, I'm going to have your back more? No. He didn't. Mm -mm. He accepted your... Basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And even this season, you know we see that situation. I mean, that dinner in Mexico was pretty infuriating. Like you thought you were celebrating the sale of the house. Yeah. We closed on our house. It was also like the same week as what would have been our sixth wedding anniversary. So it was a very like intense week. Like I was definitely like all those like first after you get divorced are like so odd feeling, you know, like there's like the first holidays after and you just feel it's so like, out of body and you don't know how to like process. So having the closing of our house fall on the same week of 
that anniversary was just really difficult. And that, you know, and so so having just like a little dinner, as odd as some people thought it would be and didn't agree with it because they wouldn't do that, fine. That's, you know, to each their own. And then so for him to behave that way and then turn around and decide he's going to, you know, kiss or whatever with Raquel was just like the worst kiss ever. It's gross. So, you know, gross. but yeah, based on principle alone, it was just like such a slap in the face, you know, especially did you think like when you thought about it intricately, like, did you think, OK, if he was in love with her and he was like, this is a girl, my dreams, yeah. then you know what? There is a world in which I could have accepted it. Yeah. But if this is just for fucks and giggles, then like, then why? I wished I was just like, you know what? If it, I would be able to understand this. if they were like, you know what? We can't help it. Like we are drawn to each other. We like really dig each other. I would be like, you know what? I can't stand in your way. Like I'm going to have to I'm just going to have to accept this yeah. and put my feelings aside. I'd said that multiple times, but I'm like, but but this little this game, just feels this high school shit. This feels going like, to do this for this high school shit. Exactly. I was like, you can't help who you fall in love with. You can't help that. Yeah. You can help who you fuck. Like, please. Let's just, <laughs> yeah. let's just be honest. Like, you, like when it comes down to that, like, Which, yeah. like, there was no fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole decoy shit. What do you think of that? I think he, Schwartz, became aware of what was happening. This is just my belief. Yeah. After the stuff in Mexico, I think Raquel, Rachel... <laughs> I don't know what to call her. I don't know what to call her either. I think it was less of like they had this whole thing like mapped out of how they were going to handle the summer. I think Aaron Sandoval just acting just on impulse most of the time and being just really reckless. And I think she was at times trying to maybe make Sandoval jealous or just yeah. kind of be like, well, I'm going to do my thing because I'm single. Right. You have a girlfriend. She said it in front of the way she would say it is like, want to make out like just weird like nobody talks like that like maybe she was trying to piss off sandoval yeah and i mean who better to upset him than his best friend oh my god you know and so i think the reason why sandoval told schwartz at you know after all of that was because he didn't want that to continue he he needed schwartz oh, to like no i see so like that's the only thing that makes sense, you know, but now Schwartz is like burdened with this. And of course, like that's like his boy that he, you know, he will do anything for, obviously. Well, I talked to you about this privately because I actually don't know how to feel. Do you really think that Schwartz, the minute he knew, should have told on him or whatever or came to Ariana or because I'm conflicted because of yeah. course I think it's gross. Of course. And of course, it'd be gross if he was, you know, playing along with it. But I also feel like Okay, he is his best friend. Should he have betrayed him? Yeah. And come to Ariana. And people were like, Ariana was his best man. Or was a groomsman. She was a groomsman. She was a groom. She was a groomsman in, in your wedding. I mean Is she mad at Schwartz at all? Yeah, of course she's upset. She's grossed out with him. The, I think because she would have expected him to say something. Well, I think when when the because the way he's ta saying that he found out in January that this affair had been happening. So in that case, like, yeah, if you're saying that you found out that there there had been an affair happening, yeah, I think you right. Because when did it break to the world? Like March. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like a few months. Yeah, but if he's saying he found out that they had just like hooked up, like I don't know, they've been covering for each other in their gross ways for like years. So like, he'd never told on him before is there any part of you because I feel like you didn't like Tom Sandoval for years we've 
been not getting along for some time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so now look, because like so many in small ways, like mm-hmm. just small things all the time happening, him getting upset with you, you getting upset with him, you getting upset with Schwartz for, you know, taking his side or whatever. Looking back, are you like, damn it, I knew I knew something was because my thing about the whole Sandoval thing is like because I'm trying to find the recipe that created this crazy explosion because I mean there was at the end of the day it's cheating right and yeah Bravo had cheating stuff and I'm trying to figure out I'm doing my thesis I'm doing my doctorate and why this became so big what are the elements of it that made it explode this way it's the relationships the interpersonal relationships involved with it because it's like it is the the deception and the like just the nefarious nature of it all the relationship with Raquel and Ariana and the way that she would just allow Ariana to love on her and be best friends with her and hold hold her and hold her hand across the table and talk about and allow Ariana to open up about her relationship with Sandoval to her and have those kind of conversations is so sick and awful and just be carrying on behind her back you know like that that is why it's so grosser than the sandoval part well i mean that's i mean i'm saying it's still it's it's compounding elements that just that have like just exploded into one another and then you know sandoval just being just so selfish and narcissistic about it all that like you know he wants to write himself as the victim in this story that, you know, he was not getting enough love and attention in his relationship, but not putting in any work or effort <laughs> while Arian is like laying out exactly what she needs too. like, let's spend more time together. This is what I need. What do you yeah. need? Like, like she's having the conversation, she's doing the work and he's acting like he wasn't getting anything out of it. That like, he's just been alone in this relationship. So he's had to seek out. It's just like, it is, it's just this is why I mean like this is why you know and like and so he went to the person just right next to her like oh it I mean do you think another reason could be because this is I feel like one of my paragraphs in my thesis like I feel like he's wasn't likable all these years and there was never really a reason because I was thinking another paragraph in my thesis is he was never a likable character but we never could really explain why. Cause it was like, okay, he looks like he's a good friend, right? To Schwartz and, and at the time Jax fucked him over or whatever, you know? And then it was like all these. And then he was like a boyfriend, good boyfriend, Ariana seemingly. And it's like, why is there something off with this guy? And finally we kind of get the confirmation that like, he's not a good guy. And I mean, Stassi had issues with him and you had issues with him and well, because so all that's up. He's always willing to throw someone else under the bus or go to the most easy scapegoat person, you know, to to just deflect. He's a master deflector. Yeah. And just to turn anything away from, from him. him. What did you think of his interview on Howie Mandel? Did you listen? Oh, dumpster fire. Dumpster like, fire. Like, well, I just had a hard time because it's just like the Ariana slander of it all. Like immediately starting off with a lie that because he was talking about the wedding that. So Jason the, and his wife that, that works for Howie, there was a wedding and they were talking about how like how he's like, yeah, I saw you at the wedding. I didn't, I, I didn't see Ariana there. So, yeah, you've just been flying solo in life. Poor you. And right, so I was right. like, yeah, she didn't want to come. I'm yeah. like, 
Dude, she had the COVID. She couldn't come to the wedding. Why are you yeah. acting like she just like opted out? She was sick. She yeah. couldn't go. Like he's trying like, to. Like why are you lying already? Like it's just like no, no, no. This You ain't going to do this. Do you think they'll end up together, Raquel and Sandy? Is there a world? I, I mean, I doubt it. You doubt but it's it. at this point, it's like you may as well give it a shot. Like That's if you, how I feel. It, hey. It, truly, if feel. you're going to blow up your life, you may as well give it a yeah. go. Here. <laughs> I think that's my reasoning because I knew I had a reason. I think James said it on the show, too. Mm -hmm. Or like somebody else said it where I was like, hmm, that's why. Because I was trying to understand myself and why I'm like, just be together then. Like, then be exactly. And it's because of that. Like, if you're going to do all of this, hurt so many people. What do you think about her whole like PR situation that's going on? I mean, is okay. let's start with this. Is there any part of you that does feel bad for the bullying and the like? whatever she's going through, obviously, because of what she did. Not to sound crass, but like not really. <laughs> I think and I've and I said this somewhere on like someone someone wrote a post about it and I commented and I said, when you are morally bankrupt and you cause this kind of chaos, like you like you need to be equipped to deal with a backlash. Like yeah. you you can't just move through life wrecking shit and then not be prepared to to clean up after yourself. Yeah. Like it sucks. Sure. I, it can't be easy dealing with people hating you, the world just just constantly coming at you. But you caused this. Yeah. Like you caused this. Like, I don't yeah. know how you thought it was going to turn out or how you thought Especially it was going to shake out. Especially because reality but, TV, like, if anything, if this was normal life, maybe you could have gotten away with it, right? It still wouldn't be great. You still would probably lose all your friends. Right. But, like, but you're doing this on, like, on a television show yeah with okay so you think she's at a mental health facility right now like getting treated no i think she's just laying i think she's probably like out of her parents or she just is like she just is off the grid she's right now yeah but i've you know i've heard as much we have like as much as everyone else has heard that they've seen like her around and Mm. i think she just is yeah just keeping a low profile and i'm not saying that she's maybe not seeing a therapist or something but do you think she might be okay? Like in terms of like, is she actually socio? And like, she might be okay. Cause a normal person wouldn't be okay right now. Not to like psychoanalyze. Cause I'm not equipped to do that. Yeah. I'm not like, you know, but I mean, it definitely takes a dark individual to carry out something like this. Yeah. And I don't. And like, like from when I've seen her and like, like just everything, like. I mean, the, on the show, the, the, the preview for, for this week's episode was like, you know, her laughing with Sandoval and being like, oh, my God, we didn't think it would turn out this way. And oh, like for a, like the finale. For yeah. The, for next oh, week? sorry, for the finale yeah. and a little giggle, you know, and all that. And also just in general, how she's changed on the show from like the, you know, to mm, like this. I don't know. Something a little scary is going on there. Yeah. Well, just her saying like, you know, I had to keep up a certain look or whatever for pageant world and now that I don't like mm. what you can just like let your freak flag fly like it's very uh, eye-opening it's well you're disturbing. obviously done with her like you've never listen I tried no thank you we good I'm good on that yeah like, I don't I don't need that kind of crazy in my life and so where do you stand though with Schwartzy now present day it's been difficult. Like, I mean, we, we, the communication we have is just with dogs, you know, because that's, we still, you still do that. Dog. Do you yeah. think that's going to continue? Like, 
forever. I'm not going to stop seeing my dogs. So and he's not going to stop seeing his okay. dogs. So, yeah. like, you know, but how like, old are they? I'm like, when are they going to die? No, I don't. No, 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 no. Why would you do that? No, no, no. I'm sorry. What you? I meant is how I like just to know, are they three or are they seven? You know, butter is I think he'll be seven later this year. And Gordo's like 10 or 11. Yeah. OK, so like. Stop it. You're so rude. You're evil. I say that about my own dog. I'm just like realistic. I hope Gordo and Butter live to 20 in dog years. They might. I'm just wondering. In dog years. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so so main communication is the dog switching off. But on the show, he said he used to hang out a little bit, chit chat, Mm -hmm. and that kind of like faded. Yeah. Yeah. Because and just like for just friendships in my life in general, not just exes with Tom, you know, I want friendships that with people that respect me and I respect them. And it's like, did he ever apologize for what happened in Mexico? Not really. No, he says he doesn't need to apologize. He didn't do anything wrong. Does your mom still like him? Cause like, you know, I love Terry, but like the fact that they have like a good, cause he like loves her separately. Right. And it makes sense. Like, you were married and together for a lot of years. Does your mom still have a place for him in her heart? She tries, I think, but like not really, you know, it's just my family in general watching the show is having a really difficult time stomaching him. Yeah. Because they've, you know, loved and knew him for years, but watching it, they're like, I don't know this person. Right. And it angers them just to see him be so disrespectful and gross. And the not having your back thing, I feel like in your thesis and doctorate <laughs> that has been going on for seasons. Right. And yeah. The, the, and I feel like if if a viewer might have been like, what is she talking about? You know, I feel like finally everyone is seeing what you're talking about. Do you get what I mean? Do you feel validated in, in that way? <laughs> I totally do. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, because <sighs> you've been saying it and people were like, oh, you know, Katie's this or. It, it didn't really shine through. And I feel like it now, sadly, I mean, it's not like we want all this to happen, but we're like, oh, my God, we're actually seeing it time and time again of like not having your back, not supporting you and actually doing the opposite in probably any given situation. Like <laughs> yeah. having Sheena's back in that situation, not being able to say like, no, it is weird. She would do that or like, yeah, it's kind of fucked up, you know, even in, in that situation. Where do you stand with Sheena now? Like, yeah. I feel like you guys are in the same room lately. Yeah. we. I mean, I've seen her more in the last, you know, month or two than I have since last summer, you know? Because really, after Sandoval's show at the Canyon Club, when we got into it, I didn't really see much of her. I, we, we really kind of avoided each other. I saw her in the lobby in Mexico of the hotel, <laughs> but really didn't see her. But when everything you know, came out in March with this Tom Raquel stuff, we kind of set all that aside just to be there for Ariana. You know, it's right. So that you, stuff seemed kind of small. <laughs> right. So you were both there for Ariana mm-hmm. and that's how. But did you like talk about stuff? Yeah. And you'll see a little bit of that, but we don't obviously get too much into that because we're there's other stuff. There's other on. stuff to talk yeah. about. But I think you know, just in, in her, from her perspective and in her mind, I think this has been a very humbling thing for her because she was very duped by Raquel oh as my well. God, yeah. And she went to bat for her and was protecting her against everything 
else that happened. And it's funny how protective people are of her. Yeah. And and I think Sheena it also only hearing Raquel's side of things and then watching the season back and seeing me and my side of things and my perspective and how hurt I was by everything. And I wish she just kind of already had known that because it's like, well, I, I don't think you need to like have only seen heard the show, seen yeah. the show. I mean, like I was going through a pretty significant and you transition said why it life. bothers you like you you explained why it wasn't okay to do what she did yeah yeah so i think but she's she's you know apologized a lot and um, have you accepted you accepted the apology yeah i mean listen I, like apologies are are great like it, it it is meaningful for somebody to humble themselves and to you know be accountable and take responsibility and, and say they're sorry but you know for me it's unless there's going to be action put behind that and, you know, behavior changed, it doesn't go very far. You know what yeah, I mean? Because it's not- like for, 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 for Sheena, it's, I feel like we've kind of like, this has been a bit cyclical with us over the last 10 years where yeah. it's like something will happen, there'll be apologies, and then, you know, there'll be another situation that pops up and it's be like, okay, which way are we going to go? Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like she kind of always goes against me, you yeah. know, in a way. So... We'll see. I feel hopeful. I would like us to like for once and for all, like find our way back to a friendship. Well, her and Lala are like super close now. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they actually. Their relationship seems to be totally different than mm-hmm. what it used to be. So yeah. who knows? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Who knows? OK, we got to give a minute to Satchel because <laughs> I said his name right. Whenever yeah. I used to, whenever I asked Katie about him, I don't even know what names I called him. Like weird names, because who, because what the fuck is Satchel? What the fuck is Satchel? What do you mean? <laughs> what is that name? It's his name. <laughs> You're so accepting. It's a it's a wild name. Yeah, yeah. It's a wild name. Mm-hmm. He was on the show a little bit in the background. Mm-hmm. Nuzzlin, is he still in your life? <laughs> no, not no. at all. No. Oh, okay. No, he's he's so sweet. And was he uh, like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, you brought him into like the fire. Chaos. I know. I, and I was, I was hesitant to, you know, but if people are talking about you, like, in fr- were you not concerned with that at all? Yeah. But the thing is, is I, Sandoval was yelling at you in front of him. It was just so I would wild. tell him about it. You okay. know, it's like he, he already knew what was happening, even if he wasn't there. I would yeah. talk to him about it. And like he was always like very supportive. And does he know about the show like he had watched the show before? No, he hadn't watched it. Do we believe that he didn't watch? Yeah, Okay, <laughs> for sure. It's not his type of show. Not Satchel's type of show. No, usually 25 year old dudes <laughs> like <laughs> aren't, aren't watched, recapping. Aren't just like goals. unless unless they have like a mom or sister, girlfriend or someone that's made them watch in the past. Yeah, you know, they it's not really like. So, were you thing. planning on not bringing him around until like you were like, "Fuck this"? Like, yeah. If Tom doesn't give a shit, and I don't. it was, I really wasn't being retaliatory. It just like was kind of like, you know what? Like I've been so respectful and keeping someone private, and it's like, why shouldn't I be able to bring like a date around? Like, why am I being? Why am I tiptoeing? Yeah. You know, like I, I should just, you know, I'm, I'm. Why not? It's worth dating now. I don't know. You don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what he does. And I don't ask. And you don't ask. <laughs> so what's going to happen, do you think, in the future, like, of Vanderpump Rules? Oh, my God. Such a good question. What would you want to see on the show? 
I want to see more just like of like female empowerment. I think we've got a lot of badass women doing single women badass things. Yeah. I mean, like this, like this show, like now it looks totally different. I mean, obviously this, I mean, this past season was kind of wild, like going in, like me and Lala were single for the first time, you know, or I was single for the first time ever. Lala was out of her relationship. And then now Ariana's life is completely different. Well, Ariana's so like, dating like a dude pretty seriously, it looks like on Instagram. Yeah, she's got a guy. But but I mean, just saying like her life, it's just like, Right, it's not the it, same. It's just, yeah. So I think there's just some cool opportunity there to, to explore like that angle of things. But I mean, who knows? I, I think I think there's just some opportunity to, to, to do something really cool and take it in a direction that, you know. Do you think Raquel and Sandoval will be back? God, that's a million dollar question. I think yes. I I mean, I think if if the past will be this, you know, and I'm sure I'm sure and if history whatever. would repeat itself. Yes. Yeah, thank you. If history <laughs> Big word Katie lost her words over there, no problem. Hey, listen. I'm still magnanimous. <laughs> no, but remember that? Yeah, of course. Okay. Really? No, I'm just saying my my brain is a little mushy from being in all the different time zones in the last whatever, but well, um, you look amazing. Let's give that a moment because like fucking hot. You're killing it. I love you. I'm so happy that you're where you are right now. I'm so happy that you had the like mini redemption vibes this season <laughs> and that you're getting some very deserved love. Thank you. It feels good. Yay. Finally. Finally. Well, yeah, I mean, let's listen. It's been 10 she's years. Been, she's been through it. It's been rough. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love yeah. you. Thank you for coming on. Oh, I love you. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.